Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, Bear County Constable has been told she's now a former Bear County Constable. There's been a cricket baby boom in the San Antonio area. Controversy at the high school level for a football coach fired at a major university amid scandal. I'm Clayton Neville. Sneaker fans clamoring to walk on water. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. I'm Dennis Foley. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Bear County Precinct 2 Constable Michelle Barrientes Vela has been told she can no longer be the Bear County Precinct 2 Constable. The Bear County DA's office says a judge dismissed the constable's lawsuit against the county today. Barrientes Vela tried to argue that this statement. I'm going to go ahead and make it formally announced today, right now, that yes, I will be seeking the chair and the seat of the sheriff's office. Did not trigger the resign to run provision in the state law. The judge also dissolved the temporary restraining order placed against the county, meaning Barrientes Vela is no longer a constable. She agreed through her attorney that she will vacate the office by 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. The dismissal is uh, clears the way for a commissioner's court to swear in Leticia Vasquez as interim constable. Police have identified a man shot in the parking lot of North Star Mall. 22-year-old Emmanuel Atoyebi was shot in the stomach outside Macy's at North Star Mall around 8 last night. Witnesses told police he was outside of his vehicle when he got into an altercation with the occupants of a dark-colored sedan. Investigators say anywhere from two to eight shots were fired before the vehicle took off. Atoyebi is at University Hospital, and he is expected to survive. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTS. News. Former Dallas police officer Amber Geiger has spent her first few nights in a Texas prison cell, having been convicted of murdering her upstairs neighbor last year. But back in Dallas, the aftermath of Geiger's trial is still unfolding. When prosecution witness Joshua Brown was murdered days after testifying against the fired police officer, social media lit up with theories. There's been speculation and rumors claiming that Mr. Brown's death was related to the Amber Geiger trial, and somehow the Dallas Police Department was responsible. Assistant Dallas Police Chief. Avery Moore. I assure you that is simply not true. Homicide investigators say Brown died in a shootout with three men who had come to his apartment to buy drugs. Two of them are in custody. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. A federal court of appeals is hearing arguments in a lawsuit accusing the University of Texas of violating free speech rights by removing Confederate statues. The Texas chapter of the Sons of Confederate Veterans sued after the university put three statues of leading Confederate figures into storage. The move followed the 2017 white supremacist protest in Charlottesville, Virginia, in which three people died. The Austin American statesman says Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton says the court should dismiss the case. He says the group doesn't have standing to challenge the university. KTSA AccuWeather. Increasing clouds, warm and more humid today, low just 76. For tomorrow, breezy, hot and humid, clouds giving way to partial sun, high 94. Humid early tomorrow night, breezy late at night with a shower of the area, turning cooler by daybreak, low 54 on the hill country and 66 along the Riverwalk. There could be a shower thunderstorm Friday morning, intervals of clouds and sun Friday afternoon, breezy and much cooler, high just 67. To recap, warm and more humid tonight, increasing clouds, low 76. This is meteorologist Bob Larson with their KTSA Stephen Truffin AccuWeather Forecast.
The San Antonio area is being invaded by crickets. Molly Keck with Texas A&M AgriLife says they tend to congregate around large buildings with a lot of light. Generally, it's light-colored buildings or buildings that leave their lights on overnight. So shopping centers are really popular for them. And gas stations and department stores are attracting swarms of crickets as well. Keck says a hot, dry summer followed by rain and cooler weather are to blame for the cricket population explosion. A man's lucky to be alive after being trapped in a burning townhome in San Antonio's northeast side early this morning. Vicente Freeman told KTSA News he was sleeping on the first floor when one of his sons came running downstairs yelling fire, but his other son was hanging out a second-story window when firefighters got there. The fire department had to... And no one was hurt in the fire at the Oak Grove townhomes on Starcrest near Nacogdoches Road. They changed the way energy is stored, helped combat climate change by reducing reliance on fossil fuels, and led to the creation of new cars and cell phones. Now, three scientists have won the Nobel Prize in Chemistry for developing lithium-ion batteries. One of the winners is American John B. Goodenough. He was asked whether he's still working. I'm working every day. <laughs> I mean... You know, that's the nice thing. They don't make you retire at a certain age in Texas. They allow you to keep working. So I had an extra 33 years to work in Texas. I'm still working every day. <laughs> University of Texas at Austin professor Goodenough at 97 years old is the oldest ever Nobel Prize winner. You think being a politician in the United States may be a tough job, but check out this story out of Mexico. The mayor of a town in southern Mexico is lucky to be alive after the recent incident. It started when local residents became upset that the mayor failed to fulfill a campaign promise to fix a local road. They showed up at the mayor's office, pulled him into the street, tied him to a truck, and began dragging him. He was rescued by police with only minor injuries. Eleven people were arrested. Bill Zimfer, NBC News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pledger, and we're down to one final game in the ALDS as Tampa Bay got a 4-1 win over the Houston Astros in Game 4 of the ALDS, evening up that series at two games apiece. Justin Berlander had a rough night on short rust as he gave up all four runs on 84 pitches, lasting just three and two-thirds innings. The deciding Game 5 is tomorrow night back in Houston with first pitch set for 6:07 as Garrett Cole gets the start against Tampa's Tyler Glasnow. In the NBA, there are two takeaways from the 0-2 Spurs so far in the preseason after their 107-89 loss to the Heat in Miami. One, they've yet to score 90 points. Two, they've yet to allow under 107 points. Rudy Gay led San Antonio with 12 points in 22 minutes while DeMar DeRozan added 10. Derek White went 0-4 in 19 minutes of action, scoring just one point while DeJounte Murray had eight points on just two of eight shooting on the night. Finally, in college football news, Texas Tech quarterback Jet Duffy was named the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week after his 424-yard four-touchdown performance, while linebacker Jordan Brooks was named the Defensive Player of the Week after collecting a career-high 19 tackles to go along with three sacks, four tackles for loss, and a forced fumble, and Red Bear kicker Trey Wolf was named the Special Teams Player of the Week. Texas Longhorn quarterback term running back Roshan Johnson earned Newcomer of the Week award after rushing for a career-high 121 yards on 21 carries in the Horns' win over West Virginia. I'm James Pledger for 1250 ESPN San Antonio, 94.5 FM, and on the go at ESPNSA.com.
Hundreds of thousands of people are without power in Northern California over fear that high winds could bring down electrical lines and spark wildfires. Pacific Gas Electric has shut off power. In Sonoma County, the power has been off since early this morning and there has been hardly any wind, leaving residents like this guy wondering why his power is off. Yeah, there's no wind, so that's why I'm a little confused about that. So PG has a little problem with information, I think. Gas stations, restaurants, stores, and schools are closed. Many people are at home waiting for the power to come back on. Alex Stone, EBC News. Former Vice President Joe Biden making news on the campaign trail. He should be impeached. It's Biden's first time directly calling for President Trump's impeachment, saying he's destroying the country and violating the Constitution. To preserve our Constitution, our democracy, our basic integrity, He should be impeached. Biden tried to make the case to a crowd in Rochester, New Hampshire. The president, through his own words and actions, has already indicted and convicted himself. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders' daughter-in-law has died. She was said to have been recently diagnosed with cancer. Sanders met with a cardiologist in Vermont yesterday after his campaign said he suffered his own heart attack. He's now recovering. ABC's Adam Kelsey has been covering the Sanders campaign. She was diagnosed with cancer just last week, and then a few days later, uh, she tragically died. So the family, uh, a tight-knit group, regularly out on the trail uh, with Senator Bernie Sanders. You see his children, his grandchildren all together. Uh, They are certainly in mourning right now. Uh, Just an extra kind of layer of difficulty that Sanders is dealing with as he gets ready to head back on the trail. Texas Senator John Cornyn's re-election war chest is now nearly $11 million thanks to a successful quarter of fundraising. The Republicans' 2020 campaign picked up more than $3 million from July through September for his biggest quarterly intake to date. 77% of the contributions came from Texans and 92% were $200 or less. Cornyn faces nine Democratic challengers for his seat. KTSA Money News. Wall Street rebounded with trade deal hopes back alive on reports that China is open to a partial deal with the U.S. The Dow gained 182 points to 26,346. The Nasdaq was up 80 points at 7,903. And the S&P rose 26 points to 29,19. The more than three-week-old UAW strike is costing General Motors. Seeking Alpha reports that industry analysts believe GM's production has fallen by 165,000 cars and trucks. Job openings in August fell for the third straight month, dipping below 7.1 million as hiring slowed down over the summer. Jason Brooks, CBS News. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. One of the president's biggest allies in Congress continues to criticize the decision to withdraw U.S. troops from Syria. If he follows through with this, it would be the biggest mistake of his presidency. As Turkish forces begin to move into northern Syria, Senator Lindsey Graham tells Fox News Mr. Trump shouldn't fix what isn't broken. I would argue for him to go back to the status quo. These safe zones were working, patrolling with Turkey and international forces to protect the Kurds and Turkey is the way to go. Graham says Turkish forces are more interested in going after our allies, the Kurds, than they are ISIS. If we pull out, uh, the Kurds are in a world of herd and ISIS comes back and President Trump will own it. Bill Rakoff, CBS News, Capitol Hill. ABCZ and panels in Turkey, neighboring Syria, and says that the Kurdish forces are warning that their focus has turned outside of ISIS and what that means for the region. This is what many people feared. Without the Americans acting as a counterbalance there, that ISIS would capitalize 
on the insecurity, launch attacks in places like Raqqa, and potentially thousands of ISIS fighters now being protected by the Kurds in prisons in Syria would try to escape. An ice skating rink is coming to downtown San Antonio for the winter holiday season. The Rotary Ice Rink will be set up in Travis Park from December 2nd until the end of January. Organizers expect more than 25,000 skaters to hit the ice. Uh, Tickets will be $10 per person plus skate rental for $4. Proceeds will fund Rotary Club projects including Snack Pack for Kids and the Youth Educational College Scholarship. Philadelphia sports fans have a new way to blow off steam after a home loss. It's politely called the disassembly room. This is where you can come take out your rage. For a small fee, you get your own set of junk. And Phil Laws of the Wells Fargo Center says there are implements of destruction too. And you can go in there and just just smash the heck out of everything. Hockey stick into a tee. TV can do. In protective gear, an ESPN reporter trashed everything in sight on the Philadelphia Flyers Twitter page with the help of Gritty, the orange mascot. <laughs> Fans can enter impromptu or reserve time in the rage room. Steve Kathan, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. CBS Eye on Veterans from ConnectingVets.com. Dr. Stephen Shepard recently shared the results of a Duke University study that revealed some misconceptions about veterans in the civilian workforce. Veterans seem to be deemed less suited for jobs that require these kinds of emotional skills. And, um, you know, first and foremost, we want to say that this isn't, you know, we're not saying this is the way it actually is. But the study also showed that including volunteer work seemed to overcome these stereotypes. We listed the veteran as working at a animal rescue. And just by putting that in seemed to undo this bias. I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com for CBS News. Former NBC anchor Matt Lauer is denying the claim he raped a former co-worker during an encounter at the 2014 Sochi Olympics. In a statement, Lauer says that Brooke Neville's allegation that she was too drunk to consent is categorically false and that the pair engaged in a several months long consensual affair. Neville's told author Ronan Farrow that uh, she joined Lauer in his hotel room but repeatedly told him no when he wanted to engage in anal sex, adding she cried during the act. Lauer counters Neville's was a fully willing participant and that she didn't cry and that she embraced him before leaving his hotel room that night. Flu season is underway and experts say it could be severe. Dr. Buddy Creech of Vanderbilt University says Australia's flu season is a good predictor of what will happen here in the U.S. When we look at Australia, we see not only more disease, we see more severe disease. The CDC estimates last season in the U.S. there were nearly 43 million cases of the flu with 61,000 deaths in what was the longest flu season in a decade. Besides getting a flu shot, Dr. Creech says you can protect yourself and prevent the flu from spreading by washing your hands often and covering your nose and mouth when you sneeze or cough. Lisa G, NBC News Radio, New York. Uber is preparing to bring driverless rideshare services to Dallas. Uber says two of its autonomous SUVs will start mapping downtown Dallas next month in anticipation of bringing self-driving cars to the city. An Uber spokesman says several months of mapping will be needed before an autonomous service is started there. Dallas will be the fourth market where Uber will offer self-driving technology. Uber's autonomous cars are already on the streets of San Francisco, Pittsburgh, and Toronto. Lisa Carter, 
NBC News Radio. The city of Rome is so cash-strapped that it's run out of money to stop short of finishing a new subway line. As a result, some mammoth machinery will be left underground. Two massive diggers used to create tunnels for Rome's new subway line will remain buried and abandoned beneath the Roman Forum because the city doesn't have the money to complete the line. Work on the new line has been plagued with cost overruns, poor management, and allegations of corruption. Critics are calling for the populist mayor, Virginia Raggi, to resign. The tunnel stops just beyond the Colosseum, which is where the cutting heads will be left. Any attempt to restart operations in the future will have to begin from the other end of the line and break through the buried metalheads. Megan Williams, ABC News, Rome. KTSA Entertainment. Miami Vice star Don Johnson says that some thoughts are being kicked around about a potential reboot of the undercover detective drama. The original series ran from 1984 to 1989 on NBC. E.T. has learned that Hamilton's David Diggs is in talks to play Sebastian in Disney's live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. In the original 1989 film, Sebastian is a Jamaican crab and sings Under the Sea. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, The Talks, Sharon Osbourne is 67, Monk star Tony Shalhoub is 66, and which Quantum Leap star also stars in the hit CBS drama NCIS New Orleans? That would be Scott Bakula, who today turns 65. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment, news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcast and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. Former Baylor University head football coach Art Bryles is in the midst of another controversy, this time with the Texas high school team he's coaching. Art Bryles was hired as the head football coach at Mount Vernon High School in East Texas earlier this year. Now two of his players are ruled ineligible. A sanctioned committee found the players moved into the district strictly for athletic purposes, violating district policy. Kate Hector with the University Interscholastic League says the players were cleared to play earlier this season by the same committee, but that ruling is now overturned. There was new information that came to light and the district executive committee decided that they needed to meet again. Bryle's team also reprimanded for having an assistant coach who isn't employed by the school, which is also a rule violation. Clayton Neville, Dallas. The former Nixon city mayor, uh, city manager will serve 10 years probation after pleading guilty yesterday to a, ch- a charge of child sex assault. Manuel Cepeda uh, will serve 90 days in the Guadalupe County Jail, followed by a state-run behavioral treatment program. Afterward, he'll wear an ankle monitor for a year and must register as a sex offender. Cepeda was also a substitute teacher at Nixon Smiley High School and was accused of having a sexual relationship with a 14-year-old. If you're a veteran or active duty, uh, or you're a spouse of a military member, here's your chance to talk to dozens of employers about maybe a possible job. Will disabled American veterans and recruit military are hosting a job fair in San Antonio tomorrow? So currently, we have close to 60-plus organizations that are signed up for this event. We have a lot going on. We have Franchise Maven doing a pre-event seminar at 10 a.m. Adam O'Toole says the job fair is scheduled from 11 to 3 tomorrow at the Shrine Auditorium on Loop 1604. More details can be found on the San Antonio news page of KTSA.com. IKEA is recalling thousands of bibs because of a joking hazard. The company says it received two reports of the snaps on the bibs coming off. Now, neither case was in the U.S. and no injuries have been reported. The bibs were sold in packs of two, one red and one blue at IKEA stores nationwide and online from August through September of this year for about $2. If you have the bibs at home, stop using them immediately and return them to IKEA for a refund. 
Phil Hewlett, NBC News Radio. These, uh, there's a new must-have sneaker that could give Kanye West a run for his money. Yeezys are getting some competition from Jesus Shoes. The Brooklyn-based design company Mischief has sold out its new sneaker line with holy water from the Jordan River and the bubble soles in a matter of minutes. A company spokesman tells the New York Post they only manufactured about two dozen pairs with a price tag of $3,000 each. He says they're made with 100% frankincense wool. They have a crucifix tucked into the laces, and they were all blessed by a priest. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. Warm and warm humid tonight. Increasing cloudiness, low just 76. Hot and humid tomorrow. Breezy at times. Clouds giving way to subside high 94. Humid early tomorrow night. Increasing clouds. Breezy with a shower. Thunderstorm late tomorrow night. And turning cooler. Low 54 in outlying areas. 66 along the Riverwalk. Much cooler on Friday. Morning clouds and a shower. A mix of clouds the sun of the afternoon and breezy with a high of just 67. To recap, warm and humid tonight, increasing cloudiness, low 76. This is meteorologist Bob Larson with their KTSA Stephen Drufik, AccuWeather Forecast. Texas News Radio is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.